been a been a great year, and uh, not that it hasn't been with its without its challenges, but it's been a great year, I think. A year of restoration, a year where God restored and bringing and doing and hallelujah, showing himself strong, amen, hallelujah, and guess what, this next year is going to be even bigger and better, hallelujah, he ain't going to stop restoring, he's still restoring, amen, amen, I see it as a year of overcoming, praise God, going over the top, praise the Lord, can I hear a big amen, amen, God is so good, praise the Lord. I know we got a lot of folks gone. We got all of our youth gone here tonight, all out, out there ice skating and stuff. So uh, you're just going to have to cheer double tonight. Amen. I said, Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, we are tonight, uh, we're going to go to the book of Romans tonight. Uh, I think this might even be the first service of the year that I didn't start out in the book of Acts. How about that, huh? Uh, so, at least on the Wednesday nights, I mean, as far as me speaking. And uh, so we're going to go to Romans 13, please. Romans chapter 13. And we're going to read through a text, and then we're going to kind of come back up and kind of dissect it and, you know, do our thing. Praise God. So Romans chapter 13 and verse 11. Uh, and do this. Now, okay, now let's see here. I probably should have maybe backed up a little bit more maybe. Talking about loving your neighbor as yourself. Look at your neighbor say so you need to do more of that. Oh, that was weak. Look at your other neighbor say, you too now. You need to do a little bit more of that. Hallelujah. Let's see. And so then it goes on to say, verse 10, love does, not har- does no harm to, to a neighbor. Uh, love is the fulfillment of the law. Praise God. Everybody say the fulfillment. Okay, so he's talking about, about, about how, how you relate and, uh, you know, with one another and those around you. Okay, then it goes verse 11. Here we go. Now we do this. And do this knowing the time. And or knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. Now remember, he's talking to the church. So this ain't to the world. This ain't to the world, this is the church, right? So wake, wake, awake out of sleep. Uh, for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. In other words, we're getting closer all the time, right? We ain't getting further away from it, we're getting closer to it, praise God. In other words, it ought to be a little bit more... Uh, more alive on the inside of you than it's ever been. Am I right? Amen. Ought to be more on the forefront of your thinking. Amen. Verse 12 says, The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Everybody say the armor of light. Now, you'll, you'll find a lot through Scripture there's things that you put off and things you put on. You know, it's amazing. I mean, he'll even, he'll even dress you if you let him. I said, he'll even dress you if you let him. Amen. Come on now. So everybody say the armor of light. I'm going to talk some about the armor of light. Praise God. Smile real big once again at a neighbor. Let's get involved here. Look at them and say, put on the armor of light. All right. So then it goes on. It says, let us walk properly as in the day, uh, not in revelry or drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but you put on the Lord Jesus Christ. And make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Now, obviously, to put on uh, the armor of light means to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So that's, that's really one and the same. And we're going to kind of show you that here before we're done tonight. Amen? So, I mean, let's put on the Lord. Now, um, Spirit of God, I was just, the other day, I was just, um, uh, just, you know, praying about some things and praying about, you know, I just wanted everybody just to have a, a wonderful holiday. I just, that's just something I take to prayer because I... I just want people to enjoy their time together and enjoy family time. And, and uh, you know, I mean, uh, sometimes we got, uh, you, know, uh, you know, maybe not all of our family members are always the most fun to be around. Now, don't look at each other. But anyway, um, uh, but, you know, sometimes, you know, there are things that go on and, and uh, you know, and, and, you know, you get, uh, you know, although it should be the most enjoyable time, amen, sometimes it can, you know, it can stretch you a little bit. Come on now. I said, it can stretch you a little bit, and, you know, depending on what goes on. But how many know all through the year uh, you, you deal with people? Yeah. Now, some of you would like to be a hermit, but you can't be a hermit because you, you really, it's just, it's just, you just can't be a Christian and, and, and be a hermit. I just, it just don't work. I said, it just don't work because it's, it's all about, you know, being a light. It's all about being the salt. It's all about reaching out. It's all about being a difference maker. It's all about influence. Come on now. 
And that's what it's about. You know, you got the greater one on the inside so that you can go out there and you can walk it, live it, be it, do it. Come on, somebody. Fulfill whatever it is that you're called to fulfill and to be all that you're called to be. Praise the Lord. Can I hear a bigger amen than that? Now, I really don't want to bore you tonight, so let's just stay involved. Come on now. All right, so praise the Lord. Amen. So, uh, you know, we, we all have to deal with people. We got things going on, and, and uh, you know, it doesn't matter whether we're talking holidays or we're talking family or we're talking, uh, you know, just out and about. We're talking about being in the supermarket or we're talking about, you know, uh, you know a gas attendant or some kind of thing. Or we're dealing with, uh, you know, just relationships in the church house, uh, in your own house, in the workhouse. I mean, I don't care what it is. We got to work with people. And, uh, you know, maturity, I'm just going to kind of toss this in there, won't cost you anything, uh, but maturity is really all about accountability uh, to your character, your actions, reactions, how you respond, how you react to things and all kinds of stuff. And to the level that you're willing uh, to be accountable for your actions and accountable for your character determines a level of maturity. Now, my message ain't about maturity, uh, but you just have to understand that you know, you can't just, you know, keep going on in God and not make adjustments and changes in your life. Now, the neat thing about God, this is so cool about God, is that He accepts every one of us where we're at. Isn't that amazing? Now, you've all heard me say it many times, and probably most of you could probably repeat it quicker than I could. And uh, that is this, that just because you got saved where you're at don't mean He leaves you where you're at. Amen. It's always about growth and development, always about, uh, you know, becoming all that you're called to be. It's about putting on Christ. It's about putting on the armor of light. Amen. Now, the armor, um, really, in a sense, is, is off, it's offensive and def defensive. Uh, it's something that deals with uh, protection, and it also deals with, uh, with penetration. So when you, uh, as you kind of hear what's going on here, uh, this is not just about, just about protecting yourself, although it's a big part of it. Come on, somebody. But also, it's about what what it's designed to do on the offense, okay? It isn't just defense, okay? And that's the thing. And if you notice, the armor's on the outside. Come on now. Now, we know we have Jesus on the inside. We just got done singing about it. Praise the Lord. Amen? And, uh, you know, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. But, but here he's talking about putting Jesus, you know, on the outside, putting that armor of light on the outside. Amen? Why? Because you got people on the outside. That's really the, the biggest reason. Amen. And uh, uh, no matter how you cut it, how you look at it, uh, you know, you just, uh, you know, you could say, well, I, 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 I want to walk in love, be better at walking in love. And, and, and God says, then why are you avoiding everybody? And you can't go around claiming I'm getting better in this love walk when you're walking away and avoiding everybody. That doesn't work. Come on, somebody. You know, just because I'm going down aisle seven don't mean you, you, you know, you run away from aisle seven. Come on now. It, has, it does happen, and, and uh, every now and then, I, I'd like to think I'm an all right guy and people like me, but every now and then I find out that some people really want to avoid me. So it, it happens, and uh, it's okay. I have fun with people like that. But anyway, um, I just chase them around the store until <laughs> I get, connect with them. Amen. It's all good. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm okay with that. Praise God. I'm pretty secure in who I am, so it's all good. And, uh, but, uh, you know, the reason for the armor uh, in this sense, I'm not talking about the armor of God in Ephesians 6 so much, okay, because it's dealing with some other things. But this here, talking about the armor of light, talking about putting on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Why? Because, because we've got to deal with people every day. Amen. And, uh, you know, uh, in my time of prayer, uh, I was just, you know, talking to the Lord about some things. And then it just started kind of coming up, you know, just there's so many dynamics, you know, that happen when you get around people. And, um, you know, it's, you know, it's, Sometimes, you know, you might have three people and it seems to work and then here comes the fourth one and all of a sudden it just messed up the whole dynamics. And, and then sometimes you might have a whole family that does great and then this one guy comes in and he just messed up everything. And then, and then you got the work and you're working next to the people and they're all seem to be good and then all of a sudden they hired another guy and you think, oh my gosh, what happened now? I mean, it does, it just all kinds of dynamics get to, get to going on. Are you hearing me today? Mm -hmm. I said, are you hearing me today? Yeah. And it doesn't matter where you're going or what you're doing, the, the dynamics are going to constantly change. And so you have to put on Christ. You have to put on the armor of light because those dynamics are going to change constantly. And even though that person's made a, a weird choice or that person made a dumb decision or that person said something they shouldn't or reacted the way they shouldn't, 
you're still accountable for how you react. And you're still accountable with, with what you do with it. And let's face it, the majority of dissension and, dis, and discord and, and all the things that happen out there could be really brought down to a minimum if everybody just didn't get involved. They just, you know, put on the armor of light and did what they should do and, you know, and did their part as a child of God. Thank you for all that enthusiasm. But it's just the facts, okay? Uh, you know, we're not excusing anybody's choices or anybody else's decisions or what they do, what they say, what they, how they react and all that. We, we're not excusing any of that. We're just saying, listen, you got to own up to yours. Well, you know, that person did that and, and I did this. Well, okay, but you're going to, you just sowed something. Well, no, I'm just sowing back what that person sowed in me. You still sowed it. Come on, somebody. And somewhere along the line, there's probably going to be a payday for that. Aren't you glad you came out on a Wednesday night? Praise the Lord. Smile real big at your neighbor and say, I needed every bit of this. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. We all need this. And so, you know, I was praying, and I get back to that again, and I was, you know, praying the Lord about some things and just, you know, just praying and lifting up. Uh, you know, uh, you know, for the most part, the congregation just lifting up just, uh, you know, their, their time with their families and different things and kind of, you know, calling, you know, different families, you know, up and just praying. And, and, and all of a sudden, it just sprung up in me as put on Christ. Put on the armor of light. And, uh, you know, and I knew exactly what he was talking about because, you know, you, 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 we spend all of our time trying to pray things through sometimes. And, uh, you know, we, you know, God, just change that person. Oh, God, they have issues. God, please do something, an encounter or something. And we have a tendency to always want to, you know, we kind of look at things. And if you really stop and you think about it, we're kind of coming at it in more of a defeat mentality than a victory mentality. Instead of coming at it, Lord, empower me. Amen. I don't have to be afraid of anything. I don't have to worry about stuff. You don't have to worry about stuff. You don't have to be afraid of nothing. Come on, somebody. Just empower you. Amen. And all of a sudden, you're going to be able to walk this thing, live this thing, regardless of who's in the room. And uh, we don't have to be concerned about stuff. And so uh, now I just thought I'd, I'd uh, you know, just say this real now. Uh, smile real big at your neighbor and say, I know he's talking to you. <laughs> well, I have to say that because every, but I got about a half a dozen of you right now looking at me like, you're going to preach right at me, ain't you? And I'm preaching at every one of you. Everyone and all listening and all watching. Because this is a message for everybody, me included. Are you hearing me? So don't you go getting all huffy puffy with me and all depressed or whatever you you go I don't you know just don't do it because we all need to hear it all right because we all have to deal with people we all have to work around people and not everybody's a complete angel come on now and not everybody's a complete devil either <laughs> I better just throw that out there amen and, uh, you know, so you just have to understand that there's just, there's just ways to walk this and do this. And if you keep putting on the armor of light, you put on Christ, you can, you can do this. You can do this okay, man. You can be all right, praise God. And it's going to be a fun time, praise the Lord. And you're going to be effective in the kingdom like you should, praise God. And your little old heart's going to be protected and everything else from being stepped on and crushed or whatever it is. Because that armor is not only uh, an, an offensive thing as far as in penetrating and influencing, praise God, but it's also about protecting, praise the Lord. Come on, somebody, and it'll keep you protected, and everything will be just fine, praise the Lord. Are you still with me? Okay, I did a lot of, a lot of pre-stuff there, but let's, uh, let's go back up to verse 11, if we will. And it says, do, and do this knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. So let's do a little word study. We kind of do that a lot, don't we? 
And so, uh, you know, the first thing you need to understand that, you know, if you're going to, you know, put on the armor of light, maybe this would help because I kind of look at it this way. And in some ways, it kind of starts with knowing the day and the hour that we're in and also knowing your condition. Come on, somebody. You got to know the day and the hour that we're in. I mean, we're getting closer every day. Do you really want to risk it? I mean, do you really want to do something dumb that you're going to have to spend the next year trying to get your heart, you know, whatever, right? I mean, you know what I mean? Because you just had to say that. You just had to do that. You just had to respond that way. You just had to react that way. And then you spend the rest of the month kicking yourself because you did it. Now, praise the Lord for the blood of Jesus. And praise the Lord for, you know, the fact that you're redeemed. And oh, hallelujah. But you know as well as I do, that's a good tactic of the enemy. That's how he works. He gets you first to do it, and then once you do it, he kicks you all over the place because you did it. That's just his tactic, and that's how. I, and he's pretty good at it. And for whatever it's worth, I don't like to give the enemy credit for anything, but he's really good at that. He's been doing it a long time. And so, you know, it's like, uh, um, oh, not Chuck Norris, what's the, Bruce Lee. Um He's, I don't know, he's got a lot of cool quotes, and I don't know if he got them from his little guru or whatever it was. I don't know, but, uh, but one of his quotes is, you know, he doesn't fear the man that's done 10,000 different kicks. He fears the man that's done one kick 10,000 times. Amen. Are you hearing me? There's a big difference. And so, uh, you know, you have to understand the enemy's really good at his tactics. The ones he does, he's really good at. So you can't really go toe-to-toe and play around with that stuff. And so the idea is that, you know, you got to understand the day and hour in. You don't want to really be playing games with the enemy. You don't really want to mess around when, when, the, when you got pressure on you because of people, conflicts, and relational things, and all this kind of stuff going on. Uh, put on the armor of light. And when you feel everything's getting to you, I'm going to tell you right now, you probably somewhere left the, the armor of light in the closet or something. Your, yeah, your super suit. <laughs> Honey, where's my super suit? <laughs> In the closet. <laughs> or out being cleaned or something. I don't know. Amen. So where, where, where's your armor of light? See, chances are you've left it laying somewhere, see? Are you still with me? But if you're aware of the time and the hour of the end, you'd, you'd make sure every day you put that armor of light on. Every day you'd, 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 you'd clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It's necessary nowadays. We're, the closer we're getting, it's, it's more and more necessary every day. Amen. Why? Because you're still going to be accountable. Yeah. Smile real big na- at your neighbor and say, ouch. ouch. <laughs> See, we're still going to be accountable for things. And, uh, you know, uh, just, we just have to be okay with that. Now, let's take a look at this for a little bit. Knowing the time, all right? Knowing the time, all right? So, again, we're going to some word studies here. Uh, the word knowing, again, means to be aware. Okay, that's basically its main meaning, to, to be aware of the time, okay? To consider, perceive, or understand, to be aware of the time. Now, the word time means a set time, proper time. It's actually, it's actually a kairos word here, okay? So, it means a due season or a, an occasion or, a, or an opportunity, it's a key divine moment or divine time. Uh, it, it says, obviously, that you could, you could know the time. You could know your divine moment. You could know that the time that you're in, okay? Now, there's a, it's, it's, it's more than that, but, just, you, but right now, you, you need to know the time that you're in. Amen. And God's moving and God's working, praise God. You know, it's just like, uh, uh, for whatever it's worth, you know, we spent a year talking about, uh, you know, the times of refreshing and the times of restoration, praise God. And, and know the times that you're in. Don't, don't, don't overlook that. Amen. And, and know the fact here, in this case here, know the fact that, that uh, you, know, uh, you know, God is letting it be known, man. As we get closer, the more you need what we're talking about. Know the time that you're in. Amen. That now it is high time. Now. Everybody say now. Now it is high time, you know. Uh, the word high time here just means the hour or the day or the instant or the moment, okay? So we see a, a time, know the time and know the hour. Know the day that you're in, all right? 
Uh, let me uh, do a, a little bit of re uh, reference on it. Put the, uh, let's put, uh, let's do the Luke, Luke 17. Put that on the board, if you will. Luke 17. And uh, let's just look at this for a minute. Uh, and, and as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. Now, days of Noah, what happened? They ate, they drank, they were married, right? All that kind of stuff, given in marriage until the day of Noah entered the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them all. Say, well, that's a real edifying verse. Well, the problem was they didn't know the day they were in. They didn't know the hour. And so we're going along. He said, just back up. Let's go. Uh, ah, now go to 28. Go to 28. Go to 28. And it says, likewise, as it was also in the days of Lot. They ate. They drank. They bought. They sold. They planted. They built. Okay. And no different than today. But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Now, that don't sound like an edifying verse. Now, I'm not going to say, hey, listen, fire and brimstone's coming on all of you. That ain't what we're doing. This ain't no fire and brimstone message. Okay? He's comparing the fact that both what happened with Lot and what happened with Noah, he says the same kind of thing's going to happen with the Son of Man returns. Okay? Talking about Jesus. Verse, uh, let's put the next verse up. How many verses we got there? Even so, uh, will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed? Okay, in other words, when He returns, right? Let's go to a couple more verses. In that day, he who is on the housetop and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away. And likewise, the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. Verse 32, remember Lot's wife. I just thought I'd throw that one in there because that's just a powerful three-worded um, uh, verse, right? And so the point being is this, okay, uh, what he's trying to show you is the importance of understanding the day and the hour that you're in. The Lord is returning. So I just assume, you know, have my life in check. Come on, somebody. And just keep moving forward in God, right? And not worry about everything else and what's going on, praise God. Give me the one in Revelation. Let's put that one up. Revelation 3, please. Put this in. Because you say I'm rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. That, that just sounds like another edifying verse, don't it? The point being made is this, that you think you're in a certain, you know, that this, you're okay, everything's all right, everything's fine, and you didn't even realize your own condition. Now let me show you that. Go back then to uh, Romans 13. <clears throat> Let's read again. Okay, and do this, knowing the time is now, it is high time to wake out of sleep, verse 11, and know our salvation is nearer than when we first believed, praise God. Now, what he's trying to bring, uh, uh, talk about here is, you know, waking out of sleep here. Okay, let's, let's look at that real quick. Wake out of sleep. The word awake means to, ra to, uh, to be raised from inactivity, uh, to be roused from obscurity or out of darkness. Uh, it means the collecting of one's faculties. Okay, awake. You know, pull yourself, come on, get yourself woken up here. And the word sleep means a lack of interest or concern to spiritual things. So awake yourself uh, from this condition of being uh, not interested or concerned about spiritual things or spiritual stupor. That just means inactivity or apathy. Okay, so the point being is this. He's saying, listen, in this verse, he's saying uh, a key here is understanding the time, understanding the day, understanding the hour. It is important to understand your condition and where you're at. Am I right? I mean, you need to understand that, okay? It's, it's not about a, a condemning yourself or beating yourself up, but, but you just need to understand, you know what? Maybe I'm not really where I need to be. Or when you're trying to avoid things that you shouldn't avoid, why not just get, wake up and say, hey, dude, put on the armor and do what you got to do. We're going to live this thing. We're going to be accountable for it, so let's do it. Let's don't avoid things. Let's don't sweep things under the rug. Let's don't throw things in the closet. Let's just, let's just live this life like we should. And if you get, your, get the armor on, praise God, the armor of light, you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, guess what? You ain't going to have any problem with any of it. Right, right. I said you ain't going to have any problem with any of it. Right. You know, as you said earlier, the, the super suit. You put it on your super suit, everything's good. Amen. You can fly like you're supposed to fly. Well, that's what we're supposed to do, right? I mean, we're supposed to fly like an eagle. Come on, somebody. Instead of be grounded like a turkey, right? Right? All right, well, anyway. 
So anyway, uh, you know, knowing the time. So to me, the first thing uh, when we're talking about the armor of light is be a little bit of aware of the time and the hour and your condition. All right? And again, we don't say that to be condemning. We say that because if you understand a little bit of where you're at, it might also help to show you the need for the armor, amen, and that maybe it might be a little easier at how you look at everybody else. Am I right? I mean, you know, when you kind of notice, you know, I, you know I'm, I, I kind of struggle with that myself. You're more apt to be a little bit more compassionate. It's just a thought. I just thought I'd throw that one in there. But it's just the facts. And you'd be amazed at putting on the armor of light. That's exactly what's happening. Okay, it's not only protecting you, but it's also the armor of light. Amen. And so you're put on the Lord Jesus Christ. So wherever now, now everywhere you're going, you're being the light. You're being the salt. You're being the difference maker, praise God. And so, uh, you know, I, it's amazing how many things Jesus just kind of went right through. Didn't seem to phase him. Do me another favor. Look at your neighbor and say, I know he's talking to you. He's talking to you because he's talking to me. Talking to every one of us. I said we're talking to every one of us. I think about, uh, you know, just, you know, how many times he was confronted, how many times things happened. It didn't seem to, it didn't seem to shake his tree much. And he didn't respond to everything. Some things he did, and some things he just kind of rolled right on by, whatever, dude. Just kind of rolled right past it. He didn't let it get to him. Come on now. And I think you put on the armor of light, you put on the Lord Jesus Christ, exactly what's happened with you. Pretty soon you find yourself, you don't have to get caught up with everything. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to bite on everything that's, that's offered. We, you don't have to get involved with everything that's going on. Just because somebody did something stupid don't mean you got to repeat it and do something even stupider. And get in some war, who's going to be the stupidest? Anybody hear me? Come on, we've all had the spirit of stupid jump on us. We've all had it happen. All right? And I appreciate when the spirit of stupid jumps on me, everybody around me is merciful. Hallelujah. Right? Aren't you? Amen. And so, you know, putting on the Lord Jesus Christ, putting on the armor of light, you'll find yourself being more merciful. you find yourself being more compassionate. you find yourself being more uh, trusting as far as, uh, you know, of just leaning on God in the midst of whatever's going on and not get all caught up with stuff. Whew. Let's go to verse 12. The night is far spent. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. In other words, uh, darkness uh, has gone on long enough, and the day is now approaching, or dawn is now approaching. Praise God. Come on now. Amen. Hallelujah. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Now, you know, there's some putting off and some putting on here, right? So we've talked, you know, quite a bit. We're going to keep talking about putting on the armor of light, but there's a part here where it talks about casting off some things. Well, put away, lay aside, it means, okay? It speaks of, uh, casting off speaks of, of, of separating ourselves from something. And it even talks about, even in uh, studies, it talks about a, a reversal, okay? So in other words, instead of doing this, I reverse it, I'm doing this now. Or I stopped this, I made a shift and turn, I'm doing this. I mean, that's what repentance really is all about. Uh, you know, stop and turning, you know, changing, different, different way of thinking, different viewpoint. We're now heading in another direction. And so he's talking about we're casting off works of darkness, Deeds and things, all the actions, reactions. And the word darkness, okay, uh, means uh, dimness or obscurity. Uh, means moral depravity. So it's quite, a, quite a, a, a deep definition here. Moral depravity. It even refers to ignorance. Uh, and it means anything that is ag antagonistic to light. Anything that opposes the light. And it, says, it tells us to cast it off. Now, who is he talking to? Church, all of us. I said all of us. So we're to put on the light, but there's some things, you know, put this stuff off. Don't even go, just put on the light. This is a good time for you to go to the closet, or the prayer closet, I meant. Let me just get that right. Amen. 
And, uh, you know, let's, it's a good time for you to, uh, to get, get in, get into the presence of God. Amen. Arm yourself. Put on what you got to put on. Praise God. Why? Because you still got to go out there and you still got to walk that. And you still got to deal that. And you still got to handle that. And you still got to work with that. And you still got to talk to that person. And you still got to deal with that person. And you still got to this and you still got to that. And, uh, uh, you know, so when he's talking about casting off the works of darkness, he's not talking about casting off the people. Or casting off the other people that are doing everything wrong. He's talking about you. So that something's going on that doesn't, doesn't excuse you to do something to retaliate. Come on, work with me or I'm going to hang here. All right? So, uh, you know, that's what he's saying. So cast off the works of darkness, put on the armor of light. Why? Because you'll be able to walk this thing. You might be amazed that when the armor of light's on, you might be amazed how God will work with you and through you and around you in the midst of everything else that's going on. Praise God. You'll be amazed at what will happen. Praise God. And so we cast off that mess. We're not going to react and respond like everybody else is doing it. Instead, we're going to put on the armor of light. Praise God. We've armed ourselves. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. With the armor of light, put on the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're going to, we're going to walk as Jesus walked. Praise the Lord. We're talking about walking in the light as he's in the light. Praise God. Amen. And so that's what we do. Praise the Lord. This would be one of those uh, texts that if he had one of those, what would Jesus do? That's, this would be a good text for that. That's what he's dealing with, okay? Uh, you know, what would Jesus do? Well, what would he do there? Well, first he'd slap that person. No, 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 probably not. Come on now. Well, you know, it's like a money changers. No, this is nothing like the money changers. Come on, somebody. Amazing what verses we pull up when we want to. <laughs> you know, I smite them with a smitey smite. I'm not sure which verse that is. I think it's First Thessalonians or something like that. Anyway, praise the Lord. So anyway, uh, the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on, put on the armor of light. Okay. Uh, now, to put on means to be endowed with or empowered with, to be clothed with. It really refers to sinking into a garment, and it means adorning with authority. So when you're putting on this, you're literally you're positioning yourself as a place of authority by putting this on. Amen. So you step into the room with the armor of light, you now can control the atmosphere. When you understand what it is, you literally walk into a room and you're going to make a difference just by being in there because you've got the armor of light on. Now, the next guy may not have a clue, but they just something just happened. The atmosphere changed when you walked in the room. Amen. Hopefully for the better. <laughs> uh, you know, if it's not for the better, then you might have forgot the armor at home. But anyway, uh, the point is, uh, you know, it's, it makes a difference. So we, we cast off or we put off. Uh, the, the wrong stuff, the, that, that obscurity and, and moral depravity and darkness and dimness and all that yuck, and we put on the armor of light. Amen. Now, I thought we'd better define uh, light here. I mean, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, probably should have done that from the, be from the beginning here, but it just means to shine or reveal things, to make things manifest or illuminate something. Um, but it means radiant energy making sight possible. So when you put on the armor of light, uh, you're making, you, you just put on radiant energy. Come on, somebody. Now, it's spiritual energy, but you put on radiant energy that makes sight possible. So not, not only for you to see, but for those around you, you by just stepping in the room might have just opened up right now where, where people begin to see things for what it is. Maybe this thing here, there's a conflict going on or something happening, but you just stepped into the room because you refused to jump in the middle of this thing. You just kind of got it. You just came in with the armor of light, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden the lights come on, cockroaches leave. Now, I grew up around stuff that you, you know, they were around. You might not see them so much out here. I mean, you do have like, uh, you know, we've, uh, well, spiders, yeah, I guess, but I'm thinking of, uh, um, what's the ones that eat wood? Um, Termites, thank you. We do have termites out here. Um, but uh, when, I, you know, when we grew up, uh, and if, if you get down south, you even see a lot more of it. Uh, but they have those little boogers, you know, when the light comes on, all of a sudden it looks like the floor's crawling. <laughs> little things that... And, uh, you know, it's just... 
But, you know, sometimes, you know, you walk into a room and that's what happens. That's what should happen. You might be amazed how many, how many fights are done with, how many issues are gone. Come on, somebody, when you walk in the room. Somebody said, well, they just all shut up because you're the preacher. With the armor light on. And same for you, same for me. Come on, somebody. Okay, just because, uh, you know, just because of, uh, you know, an authority in the sense of who you are uh, as far as uh, positionally kind of a deal, but we're talking about literally a spiritual thing. When you come in knowing who you are in Christ, you've got the armor of light on, praise God. You'd be amazed how many things just shift and change just because you walked in the room. Got awful quiet in this Holy Ghost house. Are you hearing me? Now, sometimes, you know, depending on, you know, who you are, you might walk in the room and uh, just conflict just automatically starts happening. That's the wrong armor. Come on, somebody. That ain't good. I said that ain't good. So you put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You put on the armor of light. Praise the Lord. Amen. You get yourself armed, praise God, with the armor of light, and you might be amazed how many things will just stop. Oh, no, it ain't going to stop till I say something. It may not. You might just put fuel on the fire. Now, I'm not saying there ain't a time to say things. Don't get me wrong. I think when you've got the armor of light on, you're going to know because, see, remember, it's radiant energy that makes sight possible. So you come in the room, and it could be the Spirit of God is showing you what needs to be done, what needs to be said. It's possible. But I think there's a lot of people think they're hearing God when they're not hearing God. And they come in the room, and they say something, and all it did just got worse. I know it ain't nobody in this room. It's, it's those other people. But you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Come on, somebody. Everybody say, put on the armor of light. Now, we're kind of, you know, moving in. We're finding something out here through these, this text. And when it really just comes down to it, it's just how do you put on the armor? It's just really coming down to just spending time with him. And if you ain't going to spend any time with him, I guarantee you, you didn't put the right armament on. We ain't talking about some lengthy thing, but it's just learning how to just, you know, when something's going on, to just look inward and allow the Spirit of God to, to you know, to just be Lord. Let Him be King. Are you with me? And what you've done is you begin, you've now allowed yourself to be armed with the armament of light. And so now you walk into a situation, and all of a sudden you're already walking in, knowing who you are, and then being in control, and not being caught up with everything. Well, if I don't say something, nobody would, oh, no, wait, whoa, hold it now. You know, you don't like it when somebody says something to you. Say, well, Pastor, I'm kind of feeling it now. Exactly my point. Right? Nobody likes to be rebuked. Nobody likes to be rebuked. Even when you know inside, I need rebuked. Nobody likes it. Amen. <laughs> so you just have to, sometimes, you know, you just have to, you know, Put on the armor, praise God, walk into a situation, amen. You might be amazed at how many things that turn, stop, shift, change, stop, be eliminated just by you walking into a room. That's the truth. Put on uh, verse 13 here, Romans 13, 13. Let's do the next verse. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry or drunkenness. You think, well, pastor, what's all this? Come on, hang on. Not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, right? So let us walk. Now we'll go put it back. Uh, let us walk properly. Now put. Uh, let's go back and put 
Ephesians, uh, is it Ephesians 5? Is that what that text I gave you earlier? Um, I know we skipped it earlier, but we're going to put it up here because I think it's a good place for it. Um, Therefore, awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Okay, verse, amen. So saying the same thing, this is Paul talking here to the church at Ephesus. See then that you walk circumspectly. Now, you notice it's always, you're, you're always accountable for your walk. It doesn't matter what everybody else has done. It doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. You're still accountable for your walk. Well, everybody else is being stupid. You're still accountable for what you do. Maybe we could stop some of these church splits and these, you know, business issues and and family issues and Just somebody will just, you know, walk circumspectly, not as a fool, but as wise. Just somebody, somebody, somewhere. Please, just please do it right. Give God a chance. See, if there's just one person comes in with the room with the armor of light, what you've just done is you've allowed God in the room. Hallelujah. Everybody else is pushing him out. And because he's a gentleman, he'll wait outside. You all want to fight and fuss and feud and do your stupid whatever? He'll wait out the room. He doesn't have a problem with that. He knows when he's welcome, when he's not. So somebody just puts on the armor of light. They just walk in a room. It's like what you've done is you've just allowed God to come in a room. Somebody brought him in. Verse 16. Did I give you verse 16 or not? There it is. Redeeming the time. Why? Because the days are evil. Saying the same thing. Is it an hour and a day what we're in? Amen. You want you want God to move? You want God to redeem something? You want God to move on the scene? You want God to turn this thing around? You want God to make this right? Amen. See, the days are getting worse and worse. They ain't getting better. Now, somebody said, well, praise the Lord, we got the president we got. Yes, amen, I'm in agreement. But the Bible still trumps Trump. And he's going to make America great. I appreciate that. Very much so. Amen. But the Bible tells me the days are going to get a little bit darker, a little bit more evil, a little bit more junk going on, a little bit more stuff happening. Come on, somebody. And you can't, you can't legislate that away. It just happened because people are people. It's just what happens. And some people just never will choose life. Come on, somebody. And never will choose life. But you know what? Somebody has to choose it. Somebody has to live it. Somebody has to put on the armor. And somebody has to walk in the room, praise God, and make a difference. Amen. And it might as well be you and it might as well be me. Come on, somebody. Anybody else with me on that one? Amen. Amen. This is it. Go ahead. Give the Lord a praise. You should. Amen. Let's go back to Romans 13 again. Let's put uh, verse 13 again on. Okay, let us walk properly as in the day. So let's, let's, let's look at this. All right, the kids are ice skating anyway, so we, we got a little time, right? So anyway, well, whatever. All right, so uh, uh, to walk here, what's it mean to walk? So we've got to, you know, if we're accountable for our walk, okay, so what's that mean? It just means how you live, how you walk about. It means to be occupied with or how you conduct life, okay? And it also means to follow as a companion. So what that, and this is going to make more sense because, you know, part of that is, you know, who you're walking with determines whether you're going to walk it right or not. Who would you partner with? Okay, anyway, to walk properly, okay, the word properly, decently, honestly, honorably. See, people can be honest and not honorable. (laughs) the truth. Well, I'm going to tell them how I think. Yeah, well, wait. Now, they might tell you how they think. So if you be more honorable, God will give you opportunity to be honest. Sometimes just being honorable 
it might turn the whole thing around because maybe all that person's needing right now is somebody to show a little bit of respect and honor. And maybe all of this might go away. Depending what it is. It may not be every situation, but depending on which one. Come on now. So to walk properly, decently, honestly, honorably, also decorously. I thought, that's, a, that's kind of a Christmassy word. <laughs> decorously. I mean, how you're decored. Because when you stop thinking about the armor of light, it's all about being decored. Because it, the armor of light is going to be seen in through your conduct, through how you act, how you respond. No matter how you get, somebody says, well, I don't like people looking at me and judging me. No, you're, according to the Bible, they're going to look and they're going to judge you. So you have to just give them something good to look at. Stop worrying about whether they're judging you this or that way. Just, why don't you just live it, and, and pretty soon they're going to realize, amen, they've judged you wrong. Do I need to go chapter and verse here? That's just that's the truth. Okay. Well, you know, our life, our walk in God, amen, is, is very, very personal. There's no doubt about it. Our, your time with God, everything you do with God, and how you commune with God, that's all personal. But your walk is not private. Because everybody does see it. And so you might as well walk properly. As in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness. So I thought, you know, I'll throw you know, some of this. What does that mean? Well, uh, revelry um, just means something that's out of control, really, bottom line. Um, you just you just out of control, and um, so have a little bit more uh, control. And if, if you put on the armor of light, you're going to find that you're going to be a little bit more, you know, in check. Come on, somebody. Drunkenness. The word drunkenness uh, just means under the influence of another. That's all it means. Okay, so uh, I'm not giving you an excuse to go drink, but it doesn't just refer to boozing. Okay, so uh, the, the problem with drunkenness is they're under the influence of something, so chances are their reactions or responses, their reflexes, all of it's affected because they're under the influence of another. So now you think about this in anything, okay, uh, they just dealing with drugs and alcohol, uh, but also just you're under the influence of anger. Depression, just something demonic. Okay, doesn't mean you got a. Doesn't mean that you're, uh, you know, you got a devil or you're, uh, you're possessed. It just means sometimes you've you've got uh, demonic oppression of some sort, and now you're under the influence of it, and it's dictating how you're responding, reacting, and somebody's trying to to talk sense, and you don't want nothing to do with it, cause bless the Lord, I'm right. I'd say you're under the influence of something. Now, I didn't give you the, you know, the, the go-ahead to go tell them they're under the influence of something. Because you might just fuel the fire. But the point is, as you come in with the armor of light on, you might be amazed at how many people are under the influence of something that all of a sudden are no longer under the influence of something because you walked in the room. Because radiant energy just walked in the room. Radiant energy that gives forth light and allows people to see. And darkness and cockroaches and all that stuff goes out the, out the door because you walked in the room and all of a sudden, maybe a second ago, they couldn't see it, but now they're seeing it. Not in lewdness. Another, some of these words, you know. Uh, lewdness. Let's see here. This word lewdness means uh, no restraint. Uh, it's also you, like words like lasciviousness and licentiousness, all these uh, words, and it just means you just have no restraint. Okay, and it's kind of similar to revelry, um, but it just, it just means you just got no restraint. Usually it's dealing with moral restraint, and so, uh, but you just no restraint. You're just, just again, you're out of control. Um, the word lust here, 
means for sure, it, it refers to no moral discipline. Okay? And uh, so think about uh, some of this comes in on the scene. And uh, if the armor of light steps in there, you might be amazed at how much of this is gone. But see, if you're giving way to it, remember it says, he says, let us walk properly, as in the day, not in revelry, drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust. So, you know, it might be going on right now in the room, but you coming in there and just joining in and didn't help it any. So put on the armor of light and not, not walk as they're walking. In fact, we can go to half a dozen verses just dealing with that. But let us walk properly, amen, as in the day, amen. Let's do what's right, amen. Okay, not in strife. Oh, that's an easy one, right? So strife, if you uh, look that up, it, it literally means self-seeking. Isn't that wild? All strife, when you really break down strife and contention and dissension and discord in any situation, it always comes down to self-seeking. Because I'm right, and you're not. No, I'm, I'm right. No, I'm right. You're wrong. No. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. Right? Come on, right? We go, what do we got? We got strife. Here it is. Hey. And you walked in the room and joined in. Envy. I just I just felt like I lost half of you right there on that one. Envy. Uh, this word uh, means uh, s- uh, selfish ambition, okay? So this, this particular uh, Greek, so sometimes depending on where it's used, it'll, it'll use a different word there, but uh, selfish, uh, so the New King James uses the word envy, uh, but again, it means selfish ambition, okay? You just got the wrong, you got selfish ambition. So somebody comes in the room and everybody's got their own, their own, um, uh, you know, their own, uh, you know, their own thing. This is what, you know, maybe uh, they come in and everybody's uh, trying to maneuver and manipulate a situation and, and they do things and say things and, and, and they cry just at the right time and they, and they scream at just the right time and they, and they, they go into uh, a sour face and, and mopey face just at the right time and it's all about if I can control the situation. So we come in the room and we do the same thing. The Spirit of God says, please don't do that. You're just making it worse. Come in with the armor of light. Amen. Don't be just trying to control everything. Don't be just trying to, to always be the one that's right. Years ago, a, a pastor said to me one time about love. He said, love sometimes gives up its right to be right. It ain't about always having to be right all the time. It's just, let's just get strife gone. Let's get the this strife and envy thing out the window. Let's just get it gone. So we all can move forward in God. And all the things that you're upset about, you might be amazed how it all of a sudden just starts turning around and everybody loves each other again. Hallelujah. Are you still glad you came out on Wednesday night? All right, I was getting a few yeses, a few few less lesses, a few less yeses. Thereth. All right. All right. All right. Praise God. Um, let's see here. I gave, um, um, let's see. Walk properly, right? So uh, I, I just put my notes here. Um, you know, this is where, it, you know, this is where we're the light, where we be the light, right? Instead of doing this, we, we do what's right. We walk what's right. We walk properly. We be the light. Amen. We come into a situation. We're the difference makers. Where the light and, uh, you know, and the word even is clear in, in Matthew uh, 5, you know, that uh, when the light shows up, praise God, amen, God, God reigns, amen, and God gets all the glory, amen, and so that's what we want, we want the light to show up, praise God, amen, are you still with me? Yeah. All right, so let's... Uh, uh, Let's do, uh, let's see, I was, I was thinking there was a verse I wanted to go to on this. Um, 
tell you what, put Philippians 2, uh, 14 and 15 on the board. And then I'm going to go to Acts 26. I want to just throw this. I know we skipped a bunch of those verses, but um, do all things without complaining and disputing. I just thought we better read that verse. Do all things without... You may, isn't that amazing that you actually could do things without complaining <laughs> and without disputing? He says, do all things without complaining and disputing. Verse 15, he's connected to something. Why? Well, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. But when you just do what everybody else does in the room, then you're, you're just part of that crooked and perverse generation. Instead, and you might have the greater one on the inside, and you're heaven-bound, and someday you get to go to heaven. you got fire insurance, and you don't, you're not going to go to hell, hallelujah. But, uh, but while you're on planet Earth, you just kind of mix in and blend in with the crooked and perverse generation and no longer shining as a light in the world. And we're called to shine as a light. So we put on the armor of light, and we don't, we don't do what everybody else does. And just because they're arguing and belly aching and moaning and groaning and, and doing another few choice words, you, you know, you don't, uh, you don't mean you do it. Well, you know, uh, the talk show says, I don't give a rip what those talk shows say. My goodness, they get paid to argue. And they make good money doing it. And that's all they do. They just sit and they bellyache and find something they can argue with just so they got arguments going. And everybody sits and listens and, oh, yeah, I agree. Oh, that per- oh, I hate that person too. God bless you. And everybody jumps on and we just hook up and become part of that crooked and perverse generation instead of saying, click. Well, <laughs> that's kind of old anymore. <laughs> you don't click. <laughs> Push a button, Amen. Just say, next channel, please, or something, you know, get off that, you know, put in a DVD or something. Amen. Does anybody hear me? But it's what they stir. They stir it. They just, I mean, it's like, okay, you got, and I better not name mention I'll get in trouble for that. But, you know, you got, every network has their own group. You know, they have five, six, or seven of them sitting around a table, and that's all they do. And everybody has their group. And so we all sit around our table and we do the same thing because that's what we do. That's what we've learned. That's what we do. And they do it. We do it. And I agree with so-and-so and I disagree with so-and-so. And and that's where we go. And and look out, look out. Here we go. And in the meantime, we're called to put on the armor of light and be difference makers. And we don't. Put Acts 26 because I believe this uh, this is what we're called to do right here. This is what he told Paul he was called to do. Remember, Paul had an encounter with the light. Come on, somebody. And he put on the light, and this is why. Why you put on the light, brother? Well, because we're out there to go out there and open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light. Amen. It's hard to do that when you don't put on the armor of light. Are you still with me? Just because you've accepted Jesus don't mean you've put on the armor of light. You've got Jesus on the inside, but now he says, I want it on the outside too. Are you still with me? That's why he's telling the church. He said, listen. You got to put on the armor. You got to do this. Put on the Lord Jesus. Amen. You know, you don't just run around with a bumper sticker that says, you know, God's people are, are forgiven. Yes, they are forgiven, but that doesn't mean you go around and you be mean to everybody and then turn around and say, at least I'm forgiven. That, that's, not how, that's not how that's supposed to be used. And if you have the bumper sticker, I'm, God's people are forgiven, I'm sorry. But I'm just. We are forgiven. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. But we don't go around pushing it. What do we do? We turn it from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins. Oh, my gosh. That guy that just did that, he needs to be slapped around. No, no, we want him to receive forgiveness for that so he don't do it no more. We want that guy to receive the inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. In other words, just like you received, amen, an inheritance, just like you were forgiven. I've got to watch who I point to. Point to all. Are you all forgiven? Are some of you here not forgiven? We can, <laughs> are you forgiven or not? 
All right, you're forgiven. All right, have you not received an inheritance in Christ? Come on, somebody. Among those who are sanctified by faith, right? Come on, that's what we did. And were you not turned uh, from darkness to light? Were you not turned from the power of Satan unto God? Were not your eyes open? Well, we want that for everybody. Well, there's a few people, maybe not, but most everybody. No, we want everybody. And so I, I think about when... I think when this thing, when I was in my time of prayer, that's what, you know, my heart was that everybody, and then it's like, but in order for this to work, for everybody to enjoy their time together and their fellowship time together, it's like you have to put on that armor of light because because all it takes is one person to kind of say something a little squirrely. And then pretty soon, then so-and-so says something, and then so-and-so's going to throw in, and then you know as soon as so-and-so throws in, Oh, that person's going to throw in. You just know it. Here it comes. And all of a sudden, and we got, we got conflict and strife and contention in the room. And it's like, I think we're going home. See you. Goodbye. And half the room empties. And yet the other half is in fist fights. And, and then, we, then we all left the Christmas dinner at the church. And <laughs> No, there was no fist fights. <laughs> I don't think. I don't know. But isn't that true? You all come out. That's that's a that's a challenge. Uh, I mean, it's a risk, isn't it, to come out? Well, it shouldn't be a risk coming to the church. It's always a risk because you showed up. <laughs> and that other guy that you don't like showed up. So it's a risk. It's a risk coming to church. That's why a lot of people don't. That's why I have, listen, I have uh, right now in Central Oregon alone, okay, Central Oregon alone, nearly 2,000 people listening and watching. In Central Oregon alone, I don't think they all came to church. Why? Because we want to avoid people. We want to avoid serving or giving or whatever. But for the most part, it's we don't want people conflicts. Because even in the church, you have this kind of, you have the risk of this. Because people show up. But if you put on the armor light and 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 you all connect with God and put on the Lord Jesus and clothe yourself and sink into that garment and you walk into church. Everybody come in strutting and be okay. Hallelujah. You say, man, you look good in your armor. You look really good in your armor too. Right? And all the conflicts go, and you can actually go and have banquets and have dinners and have family time and lunch times and all this stuff, and everybody still love each other. So you're accountable to your walk. So verse 14 of... Romans 13, we'll close it up here with this. So put on, amen, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lusts or its desires. So the word provision, what does that mean? Well, provision means forethought. It literally means provident care. I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, as you're given special attention to it, okay? Uh, supply or preparations or arrangements. So what that means is that you're somewhere along, you're, you're, you're giving enough attention and thought to it that you're literally, you're feeding flesh now because you're sitting here stewing and thinking and instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to go put on the armor. <laughs> I'm going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you step into the room and it's a different story. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't try to provide for the flesh. You didn't try to feed and fuel the flesh. Instead, you, you, you fueled the spirit. Amen. And you put on the Lord Jesus. You walk into a room and no matter how much conflict, strife, contention, dissension, this thing, that thing, this thing, that thing going on, you walk in and you come in with radiant energy that makes sight possible. And all of a sudden, you begin to change an environment just because you walked into a room. And if we get enough of us doing this, we can control the room. Literally, control it. We determine what will happen. And the more of us that do that, the more if we can control our city, control our state, our nation. Come on, somebody. Amen. That regardless of how much darkness is going on around there, everywhere you go, amen, it makes a difference, praise God. And you're changing lives like we should. Come on, somebody. Being a difference maker, the salt, hallelujah, being the light, praise God. Hallelujah. Everywhere you go, amen, making a difference. Praise God. Can I hear a big amen? amen. Give the Lord a praise. Come on now. Hallelujah. Why don't you all stand up? Praise God. I don't even think I used half my verses today. That's all right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Spend time with the Lord. Amen. And you don't, you don't really, like I said, you don't really have to have... Um, uh, now, I'm not taking this away. You need to, uh, personally, I think everybody needs to have their quality alone time with God. Um, but when you're coming into a situation, this is a good time to step back and understand you're accountable. So right now, it's a good time. Instead of jumping involved into something right now, I just make a decision. I'm just putting on the armor. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to do what you want. Praise God, I'm going to follow you. Word says, if I follow you, praise God, I walk in the light. So I'm going to follow you because you're the source of light. So I'm coming into this situation, amen, putting you on. If I put you on, amen, the armor of light, radiant energy, that can make sight possible, begins to happen. Amen. Instead of you getting caught up with everything else and jumping in and just fueling the fire. Amen. Did you get something today? Amen. Father, we give you praise, glory, and honor once again. Thank you for your word. and. Uh, for these principles, we just thank you for that. And thank you, Lord, that we are uh, called to be children of the light, to walk in the light as you're in the light, praise God. So we thank you for the light, praise God, that everywhere we go, praise God, we truly can be the light and make a difference, praise God, hallelujah. Like that city on a hill, praise God, everywhere we go, it's light, hallelujah, lights up the valley, lights up the atmosphere, lights up the room, praise God, and we give you the praise and the glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us for this message. We'd like to take this opportunity to encourage those listening from anywhere in Central Oregon to join us Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. for our regular services. We understand that many do not have a home church, and we can't emphasize enough the importance of connecting with a church family. We'd be honored to meet you and spend time with you praising God.